Hey, friend. Hey, you. How you doing? I am fantabulous. Oh, I love it, friend. Okay, shout out to me. You know, this is a resourceful podcast. Okay. And maybe I had to change rooms and stuff. Change rooms? Yeah, I was on the couch living my best life. <laughs> hmm. So. Now I got meeting in the ladies' room stuck in my head. Don't start me because you already know. Yeah. <laughs> hey y'all welcome to another episode of the beautiful farmer's market yes. <laughs> with Corinne and Steph on the beautiful the on the beautiful. the beautiful that's what we're giving oh, I just need to take two seconds and tell you I love you so much do that friend because I need that today <laughs> oh, no. not me needing somebody to tell me that they love me Oh well, we all need it every day, all day, in the moment, out the moment. You need it. Yes, I, so I appreciate it because Cam's been harassing me all day. He loves me. That's his wish on his love. It is, and it's how he checks on you. Yeah, because you know I be y'all know I be in my own world. I just was really sitting you in really the house, you like. Really do. Damn, I really don't want to go outside. Like I was saying that to myself. I was like, I think I might low key be becoming um agoraphobic. Don't do because because <laughs> a bitch will come and get you at the house. I can't. I just now my social anxiety is just like, uh, do I have to get out the car? Yes, you have to get out of the car, Corinne. And I do be getting out the car. I be getting out the car, but you I was just saying, the car. like, uh, I don't want to get out the car. So. <laughs> Damn, I love that. I love that. Um, <laughs> that inside joke. Yeah, I don't want to get out there. That just made me so happy. It did because it reminded me of such a horrible time in my life. Okay, <laughs> but also one of the best times because we like life. met each other because we met and like for real, for real, and not in the um astral because me and Stephen have been friends since our like our whole lives. We've but been we friends did, for centuries, but we secretly didn't meet. <laughs> So like, what is it? Three, two years ago? Three years? Four years? Oh my god! Oh, bitches is old. I don't want to do that. Let's not do that. So, friend, what you do this week? <laughs> I don't even want to go there. We don't even go there, okay? Uh, so sorry. Um, we won't do it to him. What did I do this week? Got strip? That's what I did. No! Not strip! And I'm just like, How? So for some backstory, um, until like from a very young age, I got stripped twice a year, every year. It's a stress for me. It was always spring and like Christmas birthday timeline. Okay. Um, and stress. it just like by no stretch of the imagination, twice a year, all the time. It was crazy. So, but I haven't had it in like four years. Um, so like I thought I was over it and I was hyped. And Tuesday night, I'm laid up watching TV and I'm like, yo. Not you thinking you was over it. <laughs> when you get something for so long, <laughs> twice a year, you just like come on, like your body ain't built up against the shit yet. Nope. No, it wasn't. They said no. We're we're we cut. We got you. Um, and that's what they did. They got me. 
And so I had it this week. It came on. I felt it. I felt it come on. That's how bad it was. You were like, this is not giving what it was supposed to have, Gage. I, I literally sat up. I was sitting and I was like, yo, my throat wasn't hurting like this a minute and 36 seconds ago. You were like, I'm down bad right now. And then when I tell you, went to sleep, woke up every two hours, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to Med Express in the morning. And I did. Friend, so, I'm so glad that you're okay now. Or are you okay now? Yeah, I'm chilling now. Okay. So we're we're back amongst the living. Mm-hmm. And we I'm made just, it. We made it here. We finally got through that. We finally got through it. And um my week was very just uneventful. Um more like working, which is cool and trying to work that's it I don't really do too much right now and it's just it's not it's on purpose I have reached a season of stillness mm-hmm. um and I'm okay with that you know what I mean and I think the surgery just further <laughs> the surgery put me on like chill mode because I think if I didn't get it done I would have been out here doing stuff I had no business doing and uh, you're not wrong that- you know it like yeah, 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 yeah. Fool. <laughs> and I know I say it I out of love no you would have been our acting fucking fool so I think it put the brakes on me and I think I'm really like a hundred percent holistically speaking um buying into the stillness and that's okay because okay. as a healer sometimes you need to heal and <laughs> no, no, no. all the time you not, need to heal not some of the time all the time <laughs> And um, no, because was... listen, here's the logic we as regular people have to heal on a frequent, you as a healer have to heal double time because you're a person and a healer. You know what? What we're not gonna do is that. <laughs> um, no, I'm joking. I personally, like I said, that's why I'm in the season of stillness and I have to just chill out. Um, yeah. I think. And that's all right. Not saying I was out here acting crazy, but I was making like irrational choices, and and it were coming from a place, a lower level place in myself. And now I think like it's the time to really like examine that. Like why why are we here? Why were we there? Um, and that's all right. You know what I mean? Because I'm not gonna tell y'all to do something I'm not willing to do. And ayahuasca for that. Get into it. Let's get to the bottom <laughs> of the the crooks <laughs> of the root, because <laughs> that's where we need to be at. Okay. Uh, no, but I'm really excited about it. I am really starting to like lean into it. And hermit mode has started. Um, I am excited for it. Um, I think I'll be ready by my birthday to come back out of my shell. Okay. And. I'm well, ready for I'm that. A couple times. I'll be around. I'm in the you know I'm in the crib. You know we still going to the farmers market, so I don't even know why. We just went to the farmers market. I'm so hyped. I'm I know. Pretzel. Listen, you know we still going here. I'm just not going to be putting myself out there as much. I mean, um, that's a good thing. Don't do that on <laughs> social media and stuff. And oh. As far as like dating is concerned, like I think oh. this—that's where the still is, stillness is coming from. Um, the other areas of my life are fine, <laughs> believe it or not. Um, well, they've always been fine. Yeah, they've not 
been you a problem. What's that, friend? I'm sorry, I'm interrupting the mess. I no, I look. You'll I don't have. You have to call me afterwards to, to find out why. I <laughs> am. Oh my god, because I need to know. Let's not do that on the podcast because we don't want the people to think that we talk crazy about them. No, it's about um, me and why I keep interrupting you. I know, friend. You got I'm, something going on. I do. I'm not currently in the couch, as they'll say. I don't know who gets that reference, but do you get the reference? I don't. Not in the couch. I love you so much for that. I um, don't know. So sometimes, oh God, I'm not gonna do it. Call me after. Okay, um, that's fine. I'm, you always gonna call you anyway because you know the vibes. Yeah, because we haven't talked in a minute. Anyway, I know so, I gotta get the tea. Oh yeah, girl, there's a lot of tea. So, I was talking to my friend the other day, and she is in a very uh, loving and committed relationship. Shout out to her. Yes. And I was talking to her because she is going to be on my podcast sooner than later. Yeah. Um, uh, shortly. Well, soon. Um, and I was asking her, because I really do... Um, I have several friends that are in really great relationships that I thoroughly look up to and want to make sure that I model my next relationship after a lot of those things. Yeah, like, what's the tea? Um, and one, and hers is one of them. And we were talking about uh, her job, her like, her career, and also her relationship. And I was just like, you know, wh- why, in your opinion, does your relationship work so well? And she was like, because she doesn't worry, her career, um, her relationship was not something that she worried about really ever. Um, She said her focus in life was always career, 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 having to make sure that she was on the trajectory that she wanted to be on, having to make sure she was on the path that she wanted to be on, that she achieved things that she wanted to achieve. And the relationship was, you know, was not, a focus and so now that she's she's been in ones before and now that she's in the one that she's in she's like I know where we're both at in life we're both really brutally honest with each other and ourselves Mm. and I know where I'm trying to go with my career or where I want to go or the things that I want to do and same for her so we don't it doesn't have to be this focal point we know that we have each other and I told her, I'm like, you know, I, I'm i pretty much the opposite. If we're looking at, like, careers and um, relationships, like, congruence, is, like, my mindset has always been, I always, I always knew that I was going to have a career. Right. I always knew that. I was always going to have a job. I was always going to have money. I was always going to make money and find ways to make money because I always knew I liked to shop at a very young age. You better come on. And so I, my mom instilled in me because her and I, number one thing to do was shop. Um, she always was like, you know, you, you, you got to make money to spend money. And, you know, she happened to, to, marry at first and then marry at second to hardworking people that 
I got to just watch, you know, do whatever they had to do to make sure that they had the money that they had and wanted to do the things that they wanted to do. And so that was never a concern for me. I, on top of, I was like born wanting to be an artist. And then by the time I was three, I wanted to be an architect. And by the time I was nine, I wanted to be a pediatrician. So Come these on, you cur- better switch it. Right. It was, it was a weird switch. Um, it's all right. It's all right. But, you know, it is what it is. I never, um, I never thought about where I was going because I always knew career wise, I was going to figure it out. So my main focus was always like, okay, well, how do I have a successful relationship? How do I find my person so that I can get married so I can have the family so I can have the house because growing up family, my family is huge. So we always were around one another, like twice a month at somebody's house. And my, not like my immediate, immediate family, but like my first generation, like aunts and uncles, in total, I probably have like 20. That's a lot. And they, That's a lot. Right. And so like they all, you know, I watched my cousins grow up and bring people back and then, you know, make traditions of them having kids. And now, you know, we are, we went to their house to like, celebrate their birthday celebrate their kids so my thing was always like i want to get a relationship so that i could bring them back to christmas i could bring them back to july 4th i could bring them to labor day and you know show off the fact that like i'm i'm growing this family too and so i feel like that's where the difference comes in for um when i think about it that way well why did I go on that rant? I don't know. Damn. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I need to sit down somewhere. <laughs> no. I really, I appreciate it because it brings up a larger point. We're going to tie it back in. Because I, I was listening. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it really, I, I promise it was a point because you said something. I know. I was trying to say like. Because I said relationship, I'm taking a relationship break or stillness in relationships. Well, I was saying you've always like that's yeah. just who you've always been. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So like okay, no, I, it, that's it where sense. my path came from. That's where we came from, but we already tired turning back all tired all the way. Talk tired all the way in. I'm sorry, y'all, but I figured it out, so don't hate me. Don't hate us. We everything we say is intentional, okay? Right. Um, but I was gonna say the tie back and around. Unedited. Yeah, Clay, because that's what we're not doing. Uh to turn it or tie it back in um, in my own journey with relationships, it's not that I don't believe that I will have one. It's having the patience to wait for the right person. Right. I think in my previous relationships, like loneliness and desperation in some cases, um, horniness in a lot of cases, mm-hmm. um, has caused me to make some not so great choices. Or potentially settle for people who had no business talking to me. Like, you had no business. Like, what? I can't even say it confidently out loud. Like, my collection is kind of nice, but some of them really didn't have, didn't deserve access to me. And I think Cameron has made his appearance. Um, I, I think in this season, I am going to be focusing on stillness and patience because the person is coming. I know I will have a relationship 
always knew that I would be in a long-term committed relationship. I didn't really think marriage. I mean, I'm still getting around to that idea. But I always knew that was coming, but I had forecasted it for a later date. And mm-hmm. now I'm mad that I did that. Because um, the later this goes, the pool seems to be getting infested with more urine. And I'm just hoping it, it comes back around. Yeah. But yeah. it's all right. But again, like I said, I've always had that foresight, like she did for my life and for my relationships. But again, when you're constantly in a space of trying to make the wrong people work or rise right. to the occasion, you are left with resentment, which I do deal with. And I am, you know, being very transparent with my shadow work um, mm-hmm. of constantly having to be the bigger person, constantly having to be like, okay, this person is trying to get themselves together. All right. You know what I mean? And having right. to be patient right. in ways that I Dating don't. Dating potentials. Yes. I don't have to yeah. be patient. Huh? Yeah. Um, so I don't have to, you know, do that. So now right. the patient comes in me being patient with myself in this process and trusting my foresight and trusting my intuition and say, you know what, sis, it might have been better if we just pushed that towards like 40 something. Not saying that no. the person's gonna come up 40, but right. like let's push this when you get to a space where <laughs> you are done you know, being young, dumb, and full of cum. Okay? And I think that, you know, I'm happy for that. Like, I'm really settling into that and trying to trust my foresight. So I brought it back around town. Like, I know what I want in a partner, and I cannot accept or entertain people who have no idea what that means. I think in the past, because I've wanted to date potential, or I've wanted to um... I don't know, settle. experience, settle or experience certain things, experiences that I've been like, oh, okay, well, they'll be able to, no, you know what I mean? Like, no. they had no yeah. business talking to me. And I do that, and they do that. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, like, All right? <laughs> there are, there are, there are years, there are moments, there are times in our lives, why do I sound like I'm saying a gospel song? You better come on with um, the word. Let God use you. but there's there's time periods where we do explore where we do figure that out and we don't know genuinely that like these people had no business until we figured out that they had no business you know what i mean yeah but like some of some of the folks is out here still exploring as if they didn't discover all they needed to know okay come on now so come on, discipline. Those are, <laughs> those are the ones that we have to pray for because they don't know no, they just don't they choose to not know no better. They just they choose it not to know better. That's what it is. So um wow. that was a deep conversation. That was a crazy way to start the podcast. That was a crazy way to start this podcast. That was a crazy way to start the podcast. Thanks for um, listening, y'all. Yeah, so today on the podcast, we are supposed to be discussing... Um, here we go. We are supposed to be discussing how to make a friend um, in friendships. I think we've talked about friendships before, but not in the specifics of how to make a friend um, because the girls needed. You're not wrong. Um, and I have some, you know, I got some tips 
for the girls and I wanted to get your insight because again we found each other in adulthood even though like again actually speaking we've been friends for a really long time but (laughs) we found each other in adulthood and I think it was just such an easy transition like we didn't just ever just have a conversation and be like okay that's my best friend now like it just happened but there are things that you can do to make friendships easier in adulthood because what I find um, with clients, either they don't have no friends because they have really shitty friends or really shitty experience with friends, and they're just like, fuck that noise. Or um, have friends that, that they can no longer be friends with because of circumstances. Yeah. So I just wanted to show the girls that you can find friends in adulthood. Um, but again, it does take some patience. Um, that's the word of the day. Patience. It does, and it is. Okay. Um, so when you start out with friends, um, shout out to me, shameless plug. I did write a little mini ebook guide situation for dating. You did. And it's very similar to finding a friend. <laughs> um, but you want to figure out who you are and what you want. Um, like who who are you as a person? You know, what I mean that's the basis of finding friends. Because if you don't know you, how you want to know somebody else? Right. Come on, RuPaul. Okay. You know she said at the end of every show. Um, <laughs> every show. Um, you have to figure out what your interests are. So in this uh, worksheet that I developed, one of the first things is like, okay, what am I looking for in a partner? Who? What am? And then matching it to my own attributes. Um. So that's important. So let's start there. So for me, if I'm looking for a friend right now. I would want this person to be kind, um, trustworthy, and loyal. And then if I look at myself and how I would attribute my personality or, you know, how you would describe me to somebody, it would be kind, trustworthy, and loyal. So, okay, that already checks out the box. Okay, now when I'm talking to this person, are they being honest? You know what I mean? Uh, Are they nice or caring? Um, are they loyal to me um loyalty and faithfulness is two different things but that's a whole nother hour so (laughs) we can we need to put that on the list put it on a motherfucking list because the people need to understand the difference between loyalty and faithfulness a lot of people are seeking faithfulness out of people who are loyal and that's not that's not how it works nope or they're confusing like i want somebody who's loyal to me but they really mean faithful so anyway again does this person have your back is this person willing to go to back for you that's what i would attribute loyalty to right Mm -hmm. so in certain situations i'm able to see how those attributes pop up but again that's what i'm looking for when i'm watching somebody those are my personal things that's who i am now i'm gonna watch the people that i'm interested in and see if that's who they are doesn't have to be the same so you might be loyal caring kind but then the people that you're interested in they may be more adventurous or they may be more courageous. Yeah. Um, again, that's not, there's no problem with that. I'm not saying you got to find somebody that's like you, but again, knowing who you are against somebody who's adventurous is going to help you find somebody that's better suited for you. You know what I mean? Like, does that go together? Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. Um, but that's where you should start, like interest. So then once we know who we are, period then we want to look into our interests that's like the next level or layer onto the vibes okay 
Right. What are you interested in, friend? Oh. That's what you're going to spot. Yeah. Okay. I did. Um, no, that's what I'm interested in. I mean, I am, but that's what I'm interested in. Cooking, eating, um, art. Ooh. Um, what's about technology? Really big into that. Ooh. Um, I don't, I don't know what else. Video Ooh. games. Okay, gaming. But that's still technology. Candles. I'm into a lot of random things. That random I tandem. Um, yeah. yeah. That's okay. That's, that's all right. What are you into? Not sexual. Okay, because I'll answer mm. that too. Okay. Uh, all right. We're not, we not talking about friends for that today. No, we're not talking about those type of friends. You already know how I get about those type friends. of friends, okay? You're, so- <laughs> you're, supposed to be on, you're supposed to be on hiatus. Okay, I am very much. I am in a drought. I'm in a specific drought. Um, but my interests include money making schemes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no, I really do enjoy um making money. So that's an interest of mine. Can this person help me in that way or can I help them in that way? Right. Um, I really am into spirituality, so those types of things interest me. The occult, right. mysticism, if you will. Um, I really love talking about that. Now, let me tell you what my new interest is. Catch these teas. Um, my new interest now is watching YouTube videos that um, kind of explain the inner workings of businesses that have failed or exploded. Oh my god. This is Come on. Come on. It's, it's, a, it's an interest. It's real this deep. This is my shit. It's real deep. Like, I will literally sit on my couch for, like, hours and just watch. I'm on a Disney kick right now. So, like, I'm learning the inner, like, failings of Disney. Love that for me. Yeah. Um, that's an interest of mine. Um, this sleep is why we're friends. Is an interest of mine, believe it or not. Rest, but you're not sleeping like with these friends. We're not. We don't sleep with our friends. Let me tell, Let me just be clear. This is platonic friends. I don't know how many men I've had to explain this to. <laughs> Mm. moving forward or now I do not have sexual relations with my friends I don't touch my friends inappropriately on purpose (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you for the preface on purpose now accidentally okay fine but like I'm not purposely Uh, trying to (laughs) can we redefine what accidentally seems like accidentally is you brush up against somebody not like rubbing up against somebody but again I... Never mind. Are I'm you humping your friends, friend? I'm not doing this to myself. Are you humping your friends? Are I'm you not doing titties? this to myself. Are you feeling Or tea? any others. <laughs> He's no. Um, again, I don't advise you to turn platonic things into romantic things. And a lot of people are like, well, no, that's the best thing. Yeah. You can build a friendship with your romantic partner. <laughs> But not make your romantic partner one of your friends. That's not how that works. If you know you have romantic feelings for a friend that you're platonic with, please just take yourself out of the equation and explain to them, hey, you know what? I have deeper feelings for you, and I don't think you feel that way, or maybe you don't feel that way. So I'm going to just recuse myself. Yeah. Because what that does is you see like a lot of people on the internet with these like snarky 
or I'm always in the friend zone or look in the friend zone and you'll find your partner. Nah, because I, you don't need to have sex with your platonic friends. And I just, I want you to, to know, not you, you, but you listening to know that cutting off somebody that you can't get over feelings for is going to be so much more, uh, so much less stressful for you in the long run than to just keep them around because you want them as a friend. If you are never going to be able to get over those feelings, there's going to be an underlying animosity that just sees. And that's what I was trying to say about that. Like, because I know people are like, well, oh, Corinne, people can occupy more spaces. You can. I'm not saying that you can't. In this grand scheme of things, and the things that I personally have seen in relationships that I've dealt with with people in my own life and professional life, it never really goes the way that you anticipate it. And it usually doesn't ever um, turn out the way that you expect it to. It's just like, right. oh, that's my best friend. We love each other. We're going to be in a relationship. And then two weeks later, y'all done. Because right. there is a switch that takes place in a romantic space and a platonic space. And I just had to explain that to the friend that we you know, talked about in the previous episode. Uh-huh. Where like again he tried to guess like maybe like well oh we're not in a relationship you know I like it the way it what is I didn't tell you all that but that's what he said <laughs> in the midst yeah. of the conversation and when I was trying to politely tell him like look I'm not interested in nothing romantic right now I'm not interested in that space I gotta get my life boom and try right. to let you down nicely now you're gaslighting me and saying that I want something that I never said it, it was too much but again right. the romantic change from a platonic change is not one that goes well 99% of the time. It's one thing if I'm romantic with you and then we are building a friendship or kinship. Right. But again, I don't suggest you and we're learning to make friends. Don't go about this. Like, Oh, this is how I'm going to get my partner. No, this Absolutely. is how you want to get your friend. <laughs> this is how you want to get your friend. Yeah. That's how we get my friend. Um, not my romantic partner. So with these things, again, these are specifics to platonic things. Even though we started talking about dating and how we would kind of determine how we go after certain people or how mm-hmm. we inter- find our interest in certain people. But again, it's platonic. Please do not think that you can have sex with your platonic friends and then they still be cool with the fuck shit that you do because yeah. that romantic switch is going to cut on all that mess that comes with that. And yeah. now it's like, well, I don't like that you be talking to them like that. And well, why are you not spending time with me, best friend? And all the other weird shit that go on. Yeah. Let's let's cut it out. So it out. we talked about interest. Me and Stefan both shared a shared interest of watching those YouTube videos. So when me yeah. and Stefan get together, that might be something that we would do together. Or for us to start a conversation, it's like, hey, did you watch that new defunct video? Because that's what right. I'm really into right now. Hey, right? So that's defunct. how listen, that's how we're going to start our conversation or that's how we can build a mutual connection. Right. Absolutely. And I just don't, I get why the girls are a little bit intimidated because I think we're socialized to believe that in making friends in adulthood or just making friends period or in adulthood that it should is kind of romantically based. Yeah. It's, it's not a romantically based experience at all because like I said, your brain functions separate. It has separate functions for each relationship, believe it or not. You're not going to think the same things about your best friend as you would your boyfriend. 
You shouldn't. Now that's the problem. <laughs> you should not. That doesn't mean it doesn't happen, but you should not. And we're going to go off into a tangent right here because it just hit me in my brain. A lot of people come to me with the problem of my best friends are too clingy or my best friends treat me like their boyfriend or when my best friend is in a relationship, I don't hear from her. And then all of a sudden when they're on the rocks or they're broken up, they pop back up. Yeah. Like, hi, I'm sorry. 100%. Um, and it, and I get the excuse from the person who does it. Cause I, you know, have counseled people who do that. It's like, well, oh, I don't, I can't really manage. And I just feel like I have to give my proper, you know, energy to my relationship with my partner. And I'm just like, how much energy are, let's, let's discuss a healthy balance because that sounds like codependency. And then when that relationship is not available for you to get that codependent nature or, you know, express that set of behaviors, you then take it to your next best, which is your best friend or your friend group. You need a tribe. And I was literally just explaining this to a client over the past, like, well, I've explained to this this entire, like, year I've worked with them. But this last, like, month or so, in trying to understand and building connections and establishing relationships, both romantic and platonic, you cannot have one person that is your everything. You cannot. Come on, you better tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it, tell it. Whether if it is whether it is I just love my train of thought. They can't be everything. Yeah. Whether it's a friend or a romantic partner. You can't be looking for one single person to handle all of you. Because the reason why you're looking for an additional person is because it's hard for you as one person to handle all of yourself. So thinking that you can just find one other person that you can then shovel all of this onto, stop it. Come on now. Tell the people. In friendships, we're going to get back to the specifics because we did start. We got to give you two specifics. We're going to give you some more. Yeah. But again, this is a main problem in adult friendships is, like you said, that codependency and expecting your best friends or your friend group to fulfill the need of your quote-unquote romantic partner. That's not what they're there for. Again, let's please love you guys down. But we have to separate and create balance because you're burning your relationships out quickly. When you don't address the codependency or the codependent behavior, right? Then it turns into I can't ever have any friends. Girls don't like me, or I can't be friends with men because they don't understand or they're catty or they. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm not saying you're a terrible right. person, right? But if you, it's a, it's a over the year you have five friendships that you're trying to create. And by the end of the year, you only have one or none. Mm-hmm. I'm going to believe where there's smoke, there's fire. Not everybody right. is going to not is going to keep falling out with you. Correct. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. There's and, a common denominator. Because yeah. it's five different people with five different stories and five different 
situations and somehow you are friends with none of them yeah so you know that's when we take that step back and that stillness and we're just like hold on okay like is it me let me think and and the blame may not even be that you did something in the relate i mean in the friendship or in the creation of that friendship the blame could be you decided to make friends with people that weren't good for you right and then you repeated that five times over Okay. So it's not like I'm like we're saying you fucked the family. Well, come on, Faith. And <laughs> and now like you are no longer friends because you just keep fucking the family. It's more so like did you were you, you know, using drugs, you were smoking crack all the time and you decided to go make friends with five people that smoke weed. Thinking, well, different drunk of choice. And then you're not friends with any of them because they lead you to do the things that you know you're not supposed to do. You pick five bad friends and you move. So that's where your blame comes in. You know what? You better tell the truth and shame the devil. That's all I do. Because here's the thing. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Just to continue to sum up what he said. Where there's smoke, <laughs> there's fire, beloved. Not all five of them people gonna say gonna either for one have all these different issues with one person right. <laughs> or two and two or three of them not gonna have a similar story with you. Right. About why y'all fell out. So then you have to examine your behavior. Right. Um, and again, it's not always your fault, but I'm saying the likelihood of it being the other five people and not you is is very low. Slim to none. So doing that evaluation period after so many felt friendships is a good reason why you would want to interact with a mental health therapist mm-hmm. or a mental health professional so that we can help you like identify what may be the root of the problem in these relationships. Is it codependent behavior? Do you have unrealistic expectations for your friends and romantic right. partners. You and know what I mean? Yeah, some, some people, people do. Some people really do. do. Um, communication. Are you an effective communicator? Because we all know that I'm not. But uh, I can't. <laughs> not me. Not okay, you. I'm joking. I'm a really good communicator with people who I want to communicate are. with, to believe it or not. That, that part. That that I want the, to. That's what it is. That I want to communicate with. I communicate very well. However, Again, is it communication? Is it codependent behavior? Is it unrealistic expectations? So now in that therapy or in those sessions, we can break that down and remove those barriers so that you can put these steps into place. Like, okay, figuring out who you are. All right, cool. Now we're got our interests down. So I know I like gaming, YouTube, and basketball. Right. Right? Did you say basketball? I can cameo in the episode. That's amazing. Uh that man came from nowhere. You know what I mean? So now I have that list. Um, and now I'm going to start finding people from that list. So let's get back into these little tips and tricks that I got for the girls. Yeah. Okay. I have one. Go here, friend. Just start. Um, when you were talking about like figuring out like what you what you like and how to find that compatibility. Yes. Um, one of the things that I also think is important for people to realize is that relationships are transactional. Okay, come on. Come on. Like, 
we so for my friend group and you know it, it's not it's not anything I'm sh- ashamed about but I know who to go to if you know I want to have a mental breakdown for a not, day. not the mental breakdown or if I want to just have an episode for a day I know who I'm going to if I want to turn up and have a have you know a fun ass right. time in the middle of nowhere. I know who I can go grocery shop with and literally spend three hours with talking and doing nothing because that's how our friendship is. So it also sometimes helps to look at what you are like lacking in your like eight dimensions of wellness and you figure out what people are surrounding you that embody the things that you have that the, and the things that you want. And then see what you're lacking and recognize like how that plays into your relationships. You better tell the truth and chain the devil. Because you have to. (laughs) Wellness and splitting up what you like is important. I think you, oh my God, you just hit me in the head before I go to these other tips. Like, again, not accepting, expecting one person to do all of these things. Not everybody's good at everything. I know, like you said, I have friends that I can do certain things with or that I prefer for certain activities. Not saying that they couldn't do everything, but I'm not Mm going to expect them to because if I'm their friend and I truly care for them, I'm not going to put them in an uncomfortable situation. If Stefan knows I'm not the girl that's going to the bar, I can go to the bar and have fun, but I'm just not that friend that's like, let me hear up on a Thursday night. Let's go to the bar and get drunk. You know. Right. I could do it, but it's not going to be comfortable for me. So you mm-hmm. would be like, you respect my boundaries enough to be like, you know what? My good sister got a son. Right. She don't even drink like that. Right. <laughs> like, I know I know my friend. And I, right. I want her to have a good time. So I'm like, mm, maybe I'll leave her off that one. Right. But I know we enjoy going to the grocery store, for instance. Or I know we can go to the Goodwill or we can do something like that. And that's where she lives and she has a good time. And right. we have a good time together. And I know that's what we could do together. Okay, and I'm not going to drag her into these other situations that I want to do because it suits me you know what I mean and that's what truly being a friend is knowing what friends can do what right Um, and respecting them enough to know it yeah respect their boundaries Um, not everybody is okay um, Cam, please have a seat. I can't. I cannot. Like when I tell you, I cannot. I'm sorry. Um, respecting so people's funny. boundaries, and they just threw me off because I feel like they won't come up here, and I'm tired of no, that people. Like, um, <sighs> knowing your friends, knowing what they will do, what they won't do, what you will ask them to do what you what you want because you know it's gonna be that's not who they are anyway back to what we're saying yeah you're not that's like you can't expect like you said to go back to reframe so I can go back to where I was going because now like I said <laughs> anyway we'll, we'll actually we'll talk about that in a second um you can't expect one person to do everything right and respecting their boundaries enough to know what their interests are and how what your shared interests are 
and making that the focal point of the relationship and not or the friendship and not just well oh you're quote unquote my friend you should be able to do whatever I want to do and however I want to do it Mm. we're not friends then yeah that's not a friend that's something completely (laughs) that's a yes person which none of us need need Um, but that is sometimes people Um, there's not so many people who um, or there's a lot of people who believe that their friends should just do whatever they want right um and that's not a friend it's not a you friend know what I mean? that you're expecting a toy soldier or somebody you can kind of take off the shelf a doll and that's not what that is um so to get into what just happened <laughs> because why not um i live on the third floor for those mm-hmm. of you who do not own an apartment and my son who has been trying to get my attention all day i've worked all day i've only been off maybe three hours out of the whole day um and that's not enough time for him he does anything and everything to get my attention so he's been jumping around flying around throwing stuff acting crazy and the next the bottom people underneath me are over it at this point because it's been all day um and we're getting to the later part of the day so it's like i'm trying to go to sleep or i just got off work and i want to go to sleep and i don't want to hear somebody bouncing stomping around so that's what took my focus because they have come up here before and said something about it. And I'm just like, I'm done. Um, because I didn't really hear anything before that. And I've been living here for quite some time. But until this young lady got a new boyfriend that does not have any patience. And yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm walking on eggshells or I'm going to get a knock on the door every other day about, oh, you're stomping too loud, you're moving too loud. Y'all need to be quiet. I feel it. So that's what happened. But neither here nor there. Back into the friendships. Again, one person cannot handle all these roles. It's okay to have friends for certain things. As a person who is known for certain things, I don't take, and then we're going to go into the other part of that. I do not take offense when Stefan is with other people who explore his other interests. I'm not taking it personally. I have another best friend who has other best friends, who have cultural friends. They do things that they like to do together. I don't feel like my status is challenged. That's not, I don't, I do not aim to be one person's everything. Okay. Again, platonically, um, or romantically, I have no desire to be one person's everything. And I'm not looking for romantically or platonically. I'm, I'm not looking to be anyone else's number one thing. I just want a good friend and I want to be a good friend. Yeah, and I think that's important, but then that's where, like I said, we're trying to give you all the, the ins and outs of friendships in addition to how to make them and sustain these friendships. Right. It's not taking it personally if you see your friend posting on Instagram for, say, at a party and they didn't invite you because they may think that that's not for you or they just didn't really want you to go because they know you don't have a good time. Yeah. It, it's it's it's, it's going to drive you. You're going to drive yourself insane expecting to be included in all these different facets of this person. Right. 
that you don't may not have no business in or that they don't even really jive well with you you can't come back and say well my friend didn't invite me to the party okay well let's let's dig a little bit deeper here when you I haven't heard about you going to no parties this whole time that I've been working with you right you get what I'm saying so it's like well what exactly (laughs) I know what the problem is but let's examine that a little bit deeper you know what I mean is that it's abandonment coming up is that the team is that the shade? Is envy coming up? Are is that you, it? Are you upset because this person gets invited to parties and you don't? Oh, okay. That just wanted to throw that out there. That there's things deeper involved. You know what I mean? Right. It's not, you, you can't just take it at surface level as that person just wants to slight me. Right. No, really think about it. Like, have y'all been to parties together? Okay, now it's how we want to determine what's the reality and what's your negative thinking. Right. Like, in the reality of the situation, you haven't been to the party in months or you haven't went. That's not your personality. Right? Right. And that's okay. And that's all right. You don't have to make yourself that just because that's your friend. Right. You get what I'm because, saying? Because at this point, they're already your friend. So, yeah. what you trying to prove? What does it matter? It doesn't. It doesn't. And then, again, so here's one of the things to get back on the list. Um, but some more quick tips, because maybe we done went a couple places. It might have to be a part two. Uh, there's definitely going to be have to be a part two. Yeah, there's a part two. So here are some other tips that, again, we've talked about in a roundabout way, but not in a specific way. Accepting invitations. You can't say you don't have friends if you never want to go nowhere. You never want to do nothing. Um, nobody's going to keep extending invites to you. I mean, it's in a realistic way. Nobody's going to keep extending invites for you to say no. A lot of people don't like rejection, whether it's coming from a loved one or from a stranger. So for yeah. you to constantly say, no, I don't want to go. No, thank you. I'm, I'm cool. Then that starts to make them feel like, well, does this person even want to be my friend? Do they even want to spend time with me? Right. So again, right though, right though, finding right people that you have, you know, similar interests, you won't really come across that. So me and Stefan, we never really came across that. If Stefan has something, I'm going to be there right. if I can make it. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm not in a way or don't feel a type of way if he goes somewhere with his friends and they're more in a party type of environment because I know that's not where I would have fun. I would go, right. but it's not my thing. You get what I'm saying? Right. Because I know what the focus is in our friendship. Yes. And I'm not taking it personally. Nope. And that's that. But if he ex- if he invites me, I'm not going to say no every time. Right. You get what I'm saying? Oh, you know what? Hey, Kareem, you know what? They're having this thing. I want you to go. Okay, cool, friend. I didn't go to the last one. Let me go to this one. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's a compromise. You can't constantly tell somebody no and then think expect them to still be your friend or expect them to still tell you or say, "Can I go?" Like what? That don't make sense. Um, you wouldn't want somebody to do it to you. Why do you do that to others? The next yeah. one. Um, getting out of your comfort zone, we talked about that. Again, not everything has to be, um, everything should be compromised or reciprocal. Like I said, maybe Stefan doesn't like YouTube videos, but he's willing to come over to my house and hang out with me and watch YouTube videos because he's like, you know what, that's my friend. And she seems like she needs somebody right now. So I'm going to go do that for her. But again, that's not the basis or the entire relationship. There's a give and take. Okay. 
Um, then we also have to put in, you have to put effort again that goes into with it always saying no, always being like, I don't want to go. Again, there's underlying things to that. Maybe there's depression happening, maybe there's social anxiety, maybe that's just not your interest, and that's the case, and we need to find friends that interest you. <laughs> you know? Okay. There's a myriad of things, but you have to put effort into the relationship on both sides. It can't again, this is where another thing comes up with people. It can't constantly be. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm always coming over your house to watch YouTube videos if you know that's not what I like to do. Right. And it also can't constantly be, okay, you need to come to the party. You know what I mean? Right. There has to be some sort of effort on both parts. It shouldn't always be you hitting somebody else up to hang out because obviously that person has, you may have fell out of favor. Y'all might have changed interests. There's a lot of different things. And if the communication is not there, then that's where you kind of bow. You're, you know, you would bow and say, okay, this is not the friendship for me. Obviously, right. this person is not really fucking with me. Cool. I'm going to go where I'm wanted. Go where I'm loved and needed. And it's okay to end friendships, y'all. It's okay because I tell people no all the time. End friendships. Don't end your credit card accounts. Don't do that. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> and then that's we a have... a terrible slogan. It is. Um, schedule meetups if you feel like you know you want to link with people and you have similar interests there used to be this app called the meetup app where it would help promote adults it is okay so help adults still get together and meet strangers who have similar interests to build those bonds and connections schedule the meetups yeah get you up okay I'm sorry little old nasty um self shameless plug i have a facebook group for my pure romance business that we get together and the girls love each other i have an um, instagram group chat the girls we love each other we love each other down and we're always there for each other and supporting each other on the internet like that might sound a little awkward in the pure romance group come on pure romance um but we mm-hmm. do we have a community there like tonight i'm going to be actually going live not too and shortly um and we and every monday the girls come out because they're like oh it's corinne my other friends will be there it's a safe environment and for those of you who do struggle with social anxiety which we'll do an episode on at some point Mm -hmm. um that's a good way to start online you know what I mean? Because it removes that barrier of you having to come out of your comfort zone, so to speak. But still right. also being able to meet people and build connections to where you can eventually meet offline if it's safe. Yeah. Um, those were some quick tips. I have a whole nother one that had like a real specific ones. So I think we will do a part two to this um, because Please. it has a lot more info. But I just yeah, wanted to start cool. the conversation because we, like I said, we talked about friendships before. But I just felt like the girls wanted a, a how-to. Like, how do we actually meet people or how do we maintain the longevity of our friendships? And really talking about that codependency, the unrealistic expectations, and put projecting your abandonment issues or trying to make romantic, you know, working from a romantic standpoint mm-hmm. is not going to help the longevity of relationships. Like that's just that's just not how that works. I agree. Does that, does that make sense? It does. That's just not how that works at all. No, it's not. It's not at all. So, um, that is the episode, y'all, because we literally 
we just went on so many different tangents that we literally yeah. about to cut off. But part two, we will record part two next weekend just so we can keep it in a succession so it won't be like something else and something else. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited to do the second part because that other thing had a lot of like, when I tell you, like, it's like chef's kiss. I couldn't believe I found that. Um, yeah. I'm going to send it. I'm going to send it to Stefan. Um, but I hope you guys have a, a good week. I hope some of these tips help you or to help you if you are having a lot of friendship problems and you're like, okay, like I said, if five or six different people keep having the same issue or they it's five or six people not fucking with you. Right. <laughs> in some cases, it might just be you. And it's because you're exhibiting those behaviors and that's when you need to bring a um, professional in. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're probably not going to be able to do that on your own. Um, to self-regulate. More than likely not. So, um, we will see you guys next week. Next week. And bye for now. Bye. Friend, uh, before we hang up this, um, I'm going to call you at nine because I'm about to go live. All right. Okay. All right. B. Bye.